these things, man. Last time he was late as well. <laughs> Wait, do we see? Com- okay, so can you? All right. Can you guys see the chat there? I, I believe yeah. so. I see you. Yeah. Yeah. Robin, first one in the chat, Candice. Yes, we are live. And uh, good uh, morning, everyone. Well, lunch lunchtime. I feel like for you guys, it's the afternoon. No, two p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two p.m. Yeah. Well, it's eleven for me. We're just waiting on Adriana, who is uh, happy to. We'll be happy to have him joining. But what's going on? Can you guys hear us well in the chat? There's always a bit of a delay with the comments for us yeah sound pretty good you're pretty good everybody's pretty good on my end so nice yeah well thank you guys for coming thank you guys for coming and joining uh, the channel live stream i've been doing more live streams recently i actually really like them <laughs> they don't get the crazy amount of views but like being able to see some of these tony's always here about visiting the channel louis always in here and it's like i don't know it's just it's just fun you know it's, it's more fun than dad. sitting in front of camera yeah, and They're it's just good. we get to kind of po- poke at each other and do a little bit of preparation, but not too much. And yeah, I I, I like them. You you guys haven't done lives other than Candice. I don't. You kind of specialize in doing lives too, right, Candice? Well, I do. I do a live every single Sunday, so one a week, every week. And I also have the last two years I've done Christmas Day lives as well. Oh wow! Are people tuning in on Christmas? Or are they busy with amazingly with enough? Yes. One of my most viewed <laughs> lives was actually a Christmas live, Christmas Day live. No kidding. But I don't know if it was because it was Christmas Day live or one of the main stories, and it was about canoe because they had been offering a extra dividend that year. So there was a bit of confusion about that. But mm. yeah, there was some um, trending news. Well, nice. Um, well, like I said, I'm happy you guys joining us, uh, Bilal. For those who don't know, I mean, you guys, I'm sure you guys know Robin. Everyone seems to know Robin. They're already spamming his name in the chat yeah, <laughs> seems like a bad favorite but we have Bilal joining us as well from over in Toronto and uh like I said Adrian should be here soon but how are things over in Toronto I heard there was a storm there recently uh actually I went for a walk before I came here and it was it already started raining so I don't know a, we're getting a lot of rain out here but it's bipolar weather that's the that's the norm over here yeah but you don't have so it's not full summertime yet over there unfortunately not like we have days where we get like 30 degrees and then the next day it's back to like five degrees i don't know it's confusing it's crazy yeah. oh that's cool with the comments on the stream there yeah so we can highlight if there's any you, oh, you guys can see the comments here on the right right can you yeah. guys see them when is it coming in yeah, but absolutely. yeah first live stream well welcome yeah welcome to the live stream vegeta vegeta and um yeah this is actually our kind of first group group live stream as well I'm seeing, yeah, off and on in Toronto is stop right now, but it's humid. It's humid over yeah, there, it's, too? It's, it's, it's humid. humid. Yeah. It's, so you get a lot of mosquitoes, too. Oh, man, they're horrible here. I just got back from a camping trip this weekend. It was nice. Yo, me too. Where'd you go? <laughs> I just went up north. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, yeah, I went, I, I went camping. The, the tent and stuff, too. I didn't get bit, though, but, yeah, it was pretty fun. A little yeah. digital detox, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very, humid. it's been very humid here in Ottawa as well. I had, uh, uh, we got a whole bunch of uh, new furniture this week, so tons of cardboard for recycling tomorrow. So I had to go out and cut them all down to fit them in the box. So yeah, that's that's never fun. Well, it's kind of fun, but I mean, I feel like every week I'm I'm tasked with garbage duty and I'm always ripping up. We have a million of these boxes. <laughs> I got to stuff into the thing like it's all those just, Amazon uh, boxes, eh? All the Amazon boxes. It takes takes me a bit of time, but. 
Yo, How's my pet, my cat, yeah. my cat loves those Amazon boxes. The minute I oh, have yeah. them on the ground, they just make it a home. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Do we do we all have pe- pe- pets here? I see Robin's got the got, pet tree. I know back. Robin's got yeah. a cat. Yeah, I got a cat. Yeah. Yeah, I have three cats. One of them is brand new. <laughs> oh. So. <laughs> oh, congrats! I just ordered these clear tubes that I can mount on the wall so that they can go through a tube <laughs> system to start building it. <laughs> That sounds epic. Wait, below you have cats too? I just got I just got one cat, like a Bangle. Do you guys know that breed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those Very Bangle beautiful. Ones. He's like a dog though. He just likes to play fetch and stuff. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's They're cool. like really that. They love going crazy. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? I think you I got, got two, a uh, cat and dog, right? I got two cats as well. So I'm a big I'm a big cat cat guy as well. So I guess we got a total of two, five, six, seven, seven cats in, in this live stream. Wow. Actually, I got Bailey Bailey here with me too. She's just chilling. Yeah, yeah, I'm a dog too. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they all get they all get along super well. I think well, like, after after this video, uh, Chewy stock is gonna go up. We just pumped it, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, what's going on, everybody in the chat? Let's get some comments going in the chat. What's everybody up to on this uh, Tuesday afternoon? Any topics that we should cover? Anything to talk about? We're still waiting on Adrian who is, I think, in Panama time. I'll double-check if he's on en route. But, yeah, we're just more so hanging out, in all honesty, for the next little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a hangout. Throw questions oh, nice. at I, I, We'll answer everything. Well, yeah, we'll answer whatever it is. Q&A. Mm-hmm. I think, Dad, you got your mic. Let's see if I can mute you for a second. Yeah. You got, you got this figured <laughs> out. <laughs> Nice. Well, I didn't know you were, I didn't know Mark was joining, but always welcome here. I mean, it is technically your channel, so you are always welcome on the channel. <laughs> this is the part oh. where we get to practice our lip reading. What was Mark just saying? Oh, yeah. Let me unmute. Let me unmute him here. Hey, Dad. You, you're free to talk. You can't hear me. We can't. I can hear you. No, I can't. You can. Yeah. It's a, it's a little no. echoey, though. Is it still echoey? Yeah. Do you have like a big generator playing in the background? Oh, I got a fan going. Can you hear the fan going on? Oh. That's brutal. I'm going to sit here in the heat. You can just, <laughs> you can let, just let, sweat, it out. sweat it out. Let me see if this makes any difference. It's good to see that your dad has a fan. Please tell better. me. <laughs> Much better. Is one, one fan. Can you, do I still sound equi? You sound good. I think you sound good it's now, good. in my opinion. And oh, yeah, way, way, way better. Oh, jeez. I'm going to die without that fan going on, but okay. Just main, yeah, maintain your breaths. Just nothing, slow breathing. You know, don't get too, <laughs> I've got my few little water. remaining ounces of water here. I'll have to nurse it. So, yeah, Dad, we were just saying um, Bilal here um, just moved into his new house, actually. He hit a, he did really well on a couple stocks and got the grand piano in the back. And Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's a... <laughs> That is a popular uh, house model these days. <laughs> hey, go, go big or go home, right? Uh, we can all move funny. into that house with the right backdrop. I was watching a, a YouTube video once, and this guy is like a business building thing or something, and he had that or something similar. And I didn't realize at first it was like a backdrop. I thought, wow, this guy's really got it going. <laughs> Sometimes it looks really real. I can't even lie. When I looked at it, but then when you when I started moving around, yeah, yeah, I, I, you I, I, 
I just have to stay very still and I'll sell you my course and then maybe it'll work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you'd have me a fool, that's for sure. Ro- Robin's got his cat ready for action there in the background. Yeah. yeah. Well we we were doing a cat we were doing a cat tally before you got in, Dad. I think there's a total ah. of uh seven we have a total of seven or eight cats, and that wasn't even including you, which also also owns a cat. Well we do have a cat, yeah. Popular well, there pets. we go. Everybody Popular loves cats. cats. Well, hey, let's uh, let's first of all say hi to Louie, who is always joining in in the chats, but kind of maybe steer us in a direction for this live conversation. He said, probably a topic to talk about, stock with dividends, is my strategy now. I'm curious why you say now, Louie. Like, is that something maybe you didn't do originally, where maybe you were kind of avoiding dividend stocks, more growth, and then you kind of come around to dividend stocks? You know what I find is really funny um, amongst YouTube creators and not necessarily any of you guys, because I know you guys have been dividend guys from day one. But it's funny how some, as the market ebbs and flows, when things do <laughs> yeah, come down, yeah. they always come around to the dividends. Hey, I see Tracy coming hey. in. I see Tracy from Financial Nirvana Mama. Hey, Trace. Nirvana uh, Mama. That is so true. You'll see the sector or the, well, whether it's sectors or styles come in and out of favor, depending on what's going on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's easy to say like, um, yeah, you got the the small caps and the growth stocks. Those are in favor when it's when it's hot. But then mm-hmm. people always resort back to the to the dividends. At least that's what I've been, that's what I see. Every, everyone runs to safety, you know. Yeah. Uh, when the market starts uh, dumping, I would say, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. I think, I think that. Well, psychologically, when people have dividends popping into their account, it at least makes them feel a little bit better about a red about a bear market. So. Yeah, very that's, much so. And that's a huge thing. Yeah. Tracy, how are you doing? Can you hear us fine? <laughs> Let me unmute. Oh, wait, I think I had you <laughs> muted. Either okay, oh. I think you ha- you cannot unmute Mike. Their guess, their mic isn't connected. Oh, I see Gabriel in the chat. Hi from Laval, Quebec. What's up, dividend investor? Dividend investor always chiming in. Let's see if we can get Tracy back in here. Oh, uh, I think Adrian was asking for the link there in the. Let me uh, chat. let me let me get let me get that over to him. Yeah, but I mean, I think the thing about the whole dividends, I find that any of my videos that are focused on dividends do a lot better than my growth videos. Just people really, really love the dividends. Personally, I'm. I'm into total return. It's like, show me the math, show me what I'm getting back. That's what's important. Whether it be dividends or growth, usually a combination of both. Mm-hmm. I think I think dividends are popular right now just because we're in a bear market. That's why the videos are going off. Especially, I think earlier in the year, a lot of covered call videos were becoming very popular just because everyone mm-hmm. wanted dividends. But I think we're gonna start seeing a sector rotation also with you know, what's gonna be popular on YouTube, TikTok. So let's see. I think that's um, the sentiment of the market, right? The market has been really kind of at least gearing up a little bit. And uh, yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing all sorts of talk, but I'll say this. I From what I'm feeling, I, I don't think we're out of the woods yet. Um, I just don't for a variety of reasons, but my that's what my intuition tells me. Yeah, but, I, 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 think I would agree. I think that there's still a bit more pain to come, especially if we go into a recession. 
I think, though, if a recession does come along, um, it will at least be good in the sense that we can get it over with. And normally about halfway through a recession, that's when your real bull markets tend to start developing. So I'm kind of looking forward to that, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Me too. It's kind of like a, 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 sometimes you just want to rip the Band-Aid off and just say, do it already. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it takes so forth. long for the talk, you know, for a year or more for it to build up and build up. And then you kind of get to the point where you go, okay, it's not going to happen. And then you just, <laughs> then it'll happen. <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah. what I'm worried. Hi, hi, Tracy. Can you, oh, can you hear us now? Or can we hear you now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, oh we can yep. hear her. We sure can. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I was just going to jump in on this market talk about recession. I kind of am like a bit of a contrarian. I'm like, I don't think we're going to have a recession. Mm. Just, uh, yes. just, uh, so we just, hey guys. I think we just accepted it that, um, you know, we're, we're just getting used to the higher interest rates. The earnings have been, I think 80% were beating earnings. A lot of companies were beating earnings. Now, of course, we got a few more quarters to really identify if there's some hits, but I don't know. I think a lot of people are just accepting it. And we're not losing a lot of jobs. Like the, the, a lot of tech layoffs already happened. It is hard to go into recession when it's a growing, the job market is still growing, right? So I kind of agree with you, Tracy. But then uh, you got to, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle because, you know, historically, whenever we, we're seeing a lot of, uh, I'll say, signals for recessions, especially watching a lot of Mark's videos with the VIX, with the, you know, the two and 10 year, you know, yield. I always watch your videos, Mark. So hey, thanks, man. <laughs> it always keeps me, it always keeps Very me good. online. You know, when I'm, when I'm getting too bullish, I just got to watch that video. The goal isn't to, isn't to kill the bull. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, uh, you don't want to get too excited. You want to start dumping, you know, all your savings into the market right away. I mean, I've mm -hmm. always been an investor that's uh, actively investing. You know, I don't, I don't let the fear get to me, but I always stay on my toes as well. But Mark, I did have a question. Like with the VIX trending this low, right? Yeah. It's it's either ready to spike up crazy or I don't know. Can it stay? Can it stay low at around thirteen, fourteen for this long? Uh, it it can, but it won't stay that long forever. Uh, I mean, it just it's it's way 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 too low in my opinion right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so no, it will it will increase Reverse. again. Yeah. Um, not sure about the spike. I, I, I would, I think we will see it. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if we see a significant move up over the summer. I mean, through between now and October, that's a pretty finite period of time. But just that's the time, you know, it, the summer tends to be volatile. So where we're at now, it wouldn't shock me. But uh, you know what? That's one of the reasons I do that, that monthly update is because those are the numbers and then we can interpret them however we want. So the VIX isn't lying. That's what it is. I think maybe it's a little unsustainable, just like, you know, the top's unsustainable, so is the bottom sometimes. That's kind mm -hmm. of that's the yeah, way I look at enough. it. Well, before we move on, I just want to say, hey, Adrian, welcome to Adrian's the- Adrian joined uh, us. I, I think hey, I got Adrian. You're, you're, sorry about that. I guess we were in the wrong uh, chat rooms, but yeah, we were, go, we were going, going, and we thought you, were, I thought, we thought you ditched us. No, no worries. <laughs> here. How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. Hey, Adrian. <laughs> Hello. How are things over there? Things are good. Can't complain. The weather's nice. My beer is cold. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you say that. You sounding so depressed. You sipping your beer. You, sound, you, see, you seem like you're in a down mood today. But hey, yeah, it's okay. The, the income's coming in, guys. So that, that, that's really all that matters, right? So yeah, I, I caught that last part. You're talking about the VIX. Why it's it, it's low, right? That's what you're yeah. talking about. 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, cor cor correct me if I'm wrong, Mark. VIX is SM futures of S&P 500, right? That's correct, yeah, 30 day, 30 day futures, yeah. Yeah, so my assumption is because of the tech rally, that's probably why it's low. That would be my opinion. Tech looks like another tech bubble is, is forming or, or has formed already. So, um, but yeah, I hope it doesn't stay low for long because that's how actually, that's how I make my money, right? That's how covered calls makes their money. From the options, yeah. <laughs> it's going up again, yeah. yeah. Mm. Let's see in the chat here if we have any questions. I'm seeing some stuff. Uh, we might have missed over some things, but um, what do you guys think of the old adage, sell in May and go away? What is the uh, what is the second part to that? And then it says come back and come back on what day? Some uh, sell in May, go away. Yeah, I can't remember there's, the second part there's, of it. There's, 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 a, there's a day that's kind of a less common day. Let's see. Sell in June, then the markets go boom. <laughs> it doesn't really rhyme but um I, i'll just chime in there because I, yeah i mean i would never advocate selling literally everything i would say maybe don't add necessarily but i mean i'm, I'm an advocate of if you got the cash flow just keep adding all the time i really truly believe that um because it's too hard in the in the short term to predict um but uh almighty then i think he put his name in there too but says here that uh, is that always indicative of a slow summer or is it just really a saying well it's a saying for a reason because historically yeah. it, historically that has been a pattern but it's not a hundred percent pattern it's not even a probably an 80 percent pattern it's just something that happens and you tend to get statistically i think you get a lot more volatility in in the summer so it scares I think people think that, i think it's more popular for traders probably Popular for well, traders. I, yeah, I it's more just, popular I, for traders. Yeah. I see it as an opportunity. When it's sell in May, that means you're you're hoping a lot of things will drop, like hopefully some good quality companies and you pick it up. I use that saying as a way to like look out for May being like, oh, some opportunities. But it could actually happen all summer. It's like people are going away on vacation, so there's not much happening in the markets. Yeah, well, yeah, there's there's less volume typically. And I think uh, one thing that like the sell in May sort of sounds like, okay, the markets are going to crash. If you really look at what that study said, it said from May till October, the returns historically are going to be worse than from October through till April. It's not like mm -hmm. the markets always fall, but the return, I think last time I looked at that study, longer term, was it was at, something yeah. like like one or two percent returns then versus the most of the gains come in the other months. But it doesn't imply there's going to be a big crash every year in May. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Gina, what do you think of the AI boom? I feel like we were talking about the AI boom in almost every video these mm -hmm. days, but I guess rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's not so. a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Well, every I feel like every uh the start of every bull market there's always something like you know we had crypto and then the dot-com so ai is just another start of a another bubble and honestly i'm not really chasing it you know i have like if i'm gonna chase it i'm sticking to like google and you know alibaba whatever those kind of stocks i wouldn't mm. pick up personally i wouldn't even pick up nvidia at this point like even if it keeps going up it's just so risky to cash that top but that's just my opinion i i'd echo that personally me too. I've been staying away from the NVIDIA for a while. It's just like, oh my gosh. It's like um, when, remember the EV trend? And then there was the EV bubble. Well, this is like yeah. now the... like. The oh, that was in 2020. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, now it's like the AI 
the AI bubble. Mm-hmm. Have, have any of you used ChatGPT? Like signed yeah. up? Yeah, I have the pro free. version. Tracy, yeah. I mean Tracy. Tracy uses a lot of AI. We spoke about it last time at uh, at dinner or whatever. And mm-hmm. honestly, I love using AI tools. It's it's, it's really amazing. So it's it makes absolutely incredible. Yeah. In my opinion, guys, it's, it's this is like unlike I think crypto or even EVs. I think it's it's the future. So I, you know, I'm usually not bullish about any about anything. Typically, I'm very pessimistic investor, but because I've actually seen like more of my wife that uses it all the time, ChatGPT, it's incredible what things could be done on it in the future. So I know now there's a lot of speculation. There's a bubble, NVIDIA, Tesla, and things like that. But I'm actually excited for it. I think it. I yeah, think it's, it's the real deal. Warranted. It's the real deal. It's not like crypto, you know. Like, I, I it's interesting. It I was listening to a, I was listening to a podcast over the weekend with um, what's the guy's name? I think it's Mark Andreessen, right? The uh, the venture capital guy, Andreessen Horowitz. Um, but basically, what you know, one of the biggest venture capital investors in the world, and it's just crazy where you know all their money is allocated to still crypto, like still Web three. They're actually still putting a good chunk of their um, investments into those types of companies, and then obviously AI. Like that's just where their money's going. And he actually gave a really interesting way to use, um, let's say, ChatGPT or one of these LLMs, like one of the learning uh, language models, is essentially you can put them up against each other. Like this, one I thought was an interesting use case. Let's assume there's like a debate or a um, a question that you're trying to get answered, right? You can essentially ask the model to debate itself, like almost take two sides with no bias and do not come to an agreement. And they'll go and essentially go back and forth with each other to the bottom of something. Like, let's assume there's a really interesting question where there isn't necessarily like a right or wrong. Like, um, what's an example that I can think about? Um, you guys are probably thinking of something, right? Like, like should I go, like, let's just say, should I go? Dividend versus hmm. growth or something. Let's say dividend versus growth. Perfect example. Which is the better investment strategy? You you essentially set up the prompts to where they don't come because apparently ChatGPT does naturally want to come to a resolution. Like it wants to come to an agreement on things. Like, hey, this is good. Here's a pros. You can essentially train it and prompt it to do the opposite and like dig yourself in the sand. But what will happen is they'll start picking at each other's points. So if someone says dividend investing because this, then the other, and again, same model, but it's basically going back and forth. And then by the end of it, you've got down to like the most firm kind of the most based stances on either side and then you can go form your opinion but that that he said was a very interesting use case and i thought huh didn't haven't used that but that could be is, is this one like is this for example chat gpt going back and forth or do you have two different two different uh models two different platforms one, one one thing going you can do that within this so thing. do this and then say give me a counter argument to that and then exactly. you, oh wow i like that There's i like that exactly. a lot there's another tool um, called AutoGPT, and I've been playing around with it. It was just like um, you can actually get it to use the web, and it actually you prompt it with uh, a problem, and it'll start digging. It could go for hours, so you can actually ch- just give it some credits, and it would cost like two dollars. The whole mm-hmm. it would spend six hours digging for building a plan, and then coming up with recommendations, and then coming up with so it's really really. Cool. Now, of course, the answers are not always like mm-hmm. great, but mm-hmm. I just think that it's like enhancing, enhancing you, you like the, the AI tools out there. So instead of you having like, say, 10 years ago, needing a team of people to help you, I don't know, build a plan or build something. Now it's like, mm-hmm. which just mm-hmm. spending a, you know, 
maybe a hundred bucks a month, you mm-hmm. could actually have it so much cheaper and actually be so much more productive. I think that's yeah. just the new way of working. So I'm looking that's forward true. to that. I love it. So to get back to get back to Adrian's point, yeah, that it is the it is clearly the future. Um, again, I don't necessarily think I'd be buying Nvidia still at these levels, but I do genuinely think it is the future. And um, yeah, I saw I, there was a there, there was a report from McKinsey. One final thing that just came out, like over, I saw a TikTok on it, but basically they're talking about the different areas of work, Tracy, like of the professional sphere, which will be either impacted or not. And it was like, yeah, sale mar- marketing was obviously a huge one where there's a lot of improvements, um, hiring processes, and kind of like internal internal things within a team. There was uh, obviously some like operational stuff, like kind of just the tedious stuff. But there was, yeah, I wish uh, I. I probably should have looked that up more but it was interesting to see the different areas that were impacted more so than others probably video production too one of the one of the approaches i took to the whole ai bubble is not knowing who was going to win in the tech field is Mm -hmm. i just started piling money into um i think it was qqcc which is just a horizon etf that covers the nasdaq yeah and it's done fantastic it doesn't matter who wins they're in that etf so that's mm-hmm. just one way that you can sort of hedge your bets against a bubble when you don't know which company is going to come out. Yeah, on public policy. It's a good way public to do it. strategy, right? I mean, it's the ultimate pessimistic tool. So <laughs> I would never invest in NVIDIA. I would never invest in the NASDAQ 100, but I would. I like QQCC. I like the, there's all kinds of these new single stock ETFs coming out on the US market. Purpose has them on the Canadian market where it's an ETF that only has one stock, like NVIDIA, like Tesla, and they write very aggressive covered calls on it. So you're monetizing, you're taking advantage of the volatility, you're harnessing that volatility. Of course, you're capping your upside if whatever the underlying explodes. But the advantage, it's like the ultimate thing you could, you're monetizing the volatility, basically. It's great. Well, if you could... If you could speak on that, Adrian, I know I was looking on, yeah. for example, Blo- I did a video on TikTok for Blossom and I was looking at basically like the most talked about stocks in Blossom for the week. Yeah. And it was YTSL? Tesla, Tesla yeah. number one. <laughs> and then y- yeah, exactly. Which is YTSL, the purpose. Yeah. YTSL is the ticker for anybody interested. And no, I'm sure YTSL. you, you it, guys yeah. are, Bilal and Adrian, are you guys both following this one? Yeah, I got, I actually followed it after I saw Adrian talk about it, but uh, mm. I was skeptical about it. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I put a couple couple of like i put a thousand in it and then i just saw where it went and i saw it was correlating with tesla stock and mm. it was it was kind of because it's not only a covered call it ha- it holds tesla and then it also holds an option call so you gain both 50 50 percent of it which makes mm. it very especially in an uptrend market obviously when it goes down you're gonna get hit hard but tesla has done very great so far and i can see a lot of people in the community especially blossom they're I can see all their gains, so it's it's good to see. And you know, I got yeah, thank you, Adrian, for a lot that. of gains. It, it yeah. is cool. Right? I, I, very I, interesting I, thing is before an hour before this video came, I dropped a video that has Tesla versus YTSL versus TSLY, which is uh, looking the at the US. purpose one and the yield max one. And here's yeah. the funny thing: I took a total return view on this, and of those three, Tesla actually had the highest total return this year out of the three of them. That yeah, makes sense. I guess I'll pay 17% dividend too. So if you yeah. add the even dividend... taking into consideration as a total, oh, yeah, counts okay. the dividend. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so that, that's just Tesla. Uh... Tesla has been up more than 100% this year. It's just yeah. amazing how much they've gone up. 
Mm -hmm. any, any, anything you put cover calls on, if something explodes, the, the underlying is always going to be the cover call strategy. Always, always, <laughs> always, always. It's when it goes down and when Tesla doesn't do much that you want the cover call strategy, you'll start outperforming. So if Tesla starts calming down, I think the, the yield max of YTSL will start outperforming. But, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's just a different flavor of Tesla, just a different way of investing in Tesla. You're still investing in Tesla. You're just getting it in a different way. So the purpose, what they do, like Bilal was saying, they not only do cover call strategy on half the port on half of it, but they added 25% leverage. So it kind oh, of sorry, 75% in Tesla and 25% is the leverage version, correct? No, no. Why the Tesla, the, the purpose yield share is mm. Tesla stock, 100% Tesla stock with 25% oh. leverage. So you're literally getting 100 and you're getting 25% more exposure to Tesla mm -hmm. up or down, but then they add the cover calls on half of it. Oh, so 125 divided by two, you'll get your covered call. So it's, it kind of balances out. So it's very, very, very correlated to Tesla stock. Whereas, mm. whereas the yield max one that's on the US side, it's 100% coverage, not 50%, but there's no leverage. So it's hmm. a bit less correlated. So if Tesla goes up 10% in a day, the yield max one will go up like five or 6%. But it's hmm. it's the downside that's where these cover call strategies mm -hmm. uh, give you that comfort or give you that cushion, right? So it's perfect yeah. for someone who likes Tesla, but you're a little bit of a pessimist. You don't know if it's just going to keep going up. You would get the covered call version. If you're, if you're like a diehard fanatic Tesla fan, you're probably just going to stick with the Tesla stuff. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, I see a question here directed to Mark, unless anyone has someone else to chime in uh, first. But I did want to say some housekeeping before we move on. Um, very briefly, for those in the chat that are in the Calgary area, boom. We do have an event coming up in less than three weeks. Nice. 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 Was, that, was that an epic banner or what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so yes, we do have the event uh, scheduled, and a lot of these, a lot of these folks joining us, they're going to be at the Toronto and Montreal events, correct? Um, we're hoping to see everyone there. Whoever's out in that area can make it. Uh, even you, Adrian. I know we're talking. Maybe, maybe making the trip back home uh, would be cool. Why don't we're we have a blossom flight. thing at Panama? We can all oh, maybe, yeah, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Panama, that would be great. I'd be down for that. I'd, I'd join. Adrian, I'll take the coach, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta go, you guys. So I'll see you next time. All right, Tracy. Thanks for tuning yeah. in, Tracy. Nice Talk you. to you later. See ya. But um, yeah, very briefly, for those that are in the uh, Calgary area, I will just say, um, I'll put a link in the chat right now where you guys can basically grab your tickets. That would be uh, super cool uh, if you are able to make it out. And if you are interested in the other um, Toronto, Montreal, the tickets are available as well. But uh, maybe I'll link those down at a, at a future date. Uh, I'll chime in because I was at the Vancouver one about a month or so ago. And, okay, I get it. The vast majority of you guys watching this online are younger than me. Um, so it's not a bunch of old guys hanging around. I was going to say I had an awesome time. But I saw... The kids, as I call them, having a great time meeting people. It was so cool. So yeah, if you're if you're on the fence, if you're in the area, it's definitely will be a fun evening. So and there was a bunch of oh, you know, quote unquote older, older people. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was. Yeah, 
<laughs> I saw Carson in the chat. I saw Carson in the chat today as well. And if I'm not mistaken, Carson is probably more my age-ish. So yeah, in that definitely. I think Robert might be as well. But um, Definitely. But yeah, with that aside, um, yeah, this was a question. Well, I don't know if you know the answer to this, Mark, but could you speak on the fact that Tesla has a lower ESG score than the oil companies? We'd be interested to hear his take. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know if you even knew that, Dad, but maybe just in general, that's an interesting... Well, uh, I, I'm going to give you a very, very broad general take on ESG as uh, just as a preface to what I might say here. Um, I think ESG at this point in the world is just sort of a, it's a, it's a, I don't know. I don't spend a whole lot of time. It's a hoax. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if hoax is right. I think there's way more emphasis being put on it than is actually happening. I I'll, I'll say absolutely. I agree with the concept. But there's so much window dressing. There's, you know, every time you look at a fun fact or whatever, there's this ESG sheet. And, of course, the annual reports now and the presentations all have the big section on ESG. Most of it, I think, is a bunch of, of BS. Uh, so I don't put a whole lot of credence into it. Now, to the best of my understanding, there's more than one way to measure or quantify uh, the ESG metrics. And so does it surprise me that a company you would think would be have a best rating doesn't no not at all um and you, you, you know what it's like dad sorry yeah sorry, go sorry, ahead sorry, sorry to cut you off i'm just saying have you seen those tiktoks where it's like well i don't i don't i know you're not on tiktok the answer is no reels facebook reels whatever but it's you know for, for these for let's say someone who's a vegan right and they're vegans and they say well like, do you, you eat a bunch of uh, almonds and then you say well if you actually look down into how almonds are, are produced and how bad they are for the economy uh, i mean for the environment the environment yeah, it's kind of like that's kind of where ESG is this big thing that people are going to splat everywhere, but it's more so just uh, for the look of it. Is that fair to say? Like, to I think it's great. It kind of reminds me of like I remember when recycling wasn't a thing, um, and it started, you know, with a pop can, and everybody's like, "Well, what's one? What difference is one pop can going to make in the world, etc." It takes years for the traction to actually take effect. I fully believe in recycling now, whereas, you know, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, it was just kind of a fad. Um, so I see ESG, it's necessary, it's going in the right direction, but at this point, those scores actually mean very little to me. Sometimes if I'm doing a video on a company, I'll I'll bring it up because, it, it you know, some people I know do factor that in. So it's if that's, mm -hmm. your, if that's what is important to you, it's good to be updated on it, but pretty low credence yeah i'll actually yeah. say there, there was an interesting this is probably only interesting to me um but one of the basketball players that i follow uh whose name is um yanis antetokounmpo uh basically the the greek the greek freak yeah. he is a uh you yeah you're familiar with the greek freak right below yeah 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 of course i'll see if i can <laughs> share i can see if i share my screen here but uh he's coming out with a uh ESG ETF, and I thought that was really fascinating. Wait, um, what? He's into investing? I know Shaq was. I didn't know he was. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Apparently, I, I mean, oh. everyone's just. Let's see. This is the one that I was looking at, but yeah, <laughs> so I guess they're, they're partnering up. You know, I, they just, you, I hate to face. say it, but this is the top man. <laughs> exactly right. Honestly, whenever yeah. I see rappers or basketball players <laughs> start talking about, or like Kim Kardashian, stop ta yeah. start talking about crypto or stocks. Like that's I'm selling, man. Like yeah. that is, that is a great, 
great, great call there. But yeah, so the Sustainable <laughs> Equities ETF and uh, a relatively new fund, but I was just looking at the holdings and it's um, very similar to, I believe, the NASDAQ. So you got, oh, you got the Microsoft, Apple, Alphabet, okay. Visa. So yeah, I, I would go as far as saying a lot of the normal companies, but I'm sure if you're ranking them on an ESG score or whatever would be considered a sustainable company, um, these would absolutely make the list. But yeah, I just thought this was kind of a fun a fun one for you any know, of our ba- basketball fans out there. It's actually I, I think yeah. I, I think yeah, Wealth Simple also has a green ETF that's probably similar. They do, right? They have a green one, a halal one that's uh it would be similar as well. I'm thinking back now probably 30 years ish, maybe 25 and there was a, a a lineup of funds that were put out I think by Van City in Vancouver and they're called Clean Environment Funds if I'm not mistaken. It goes back a long way. I don't know if they're still around, but they're mutual funds called Clean Environment. And they were the early iteration of the environmentally friendly ESG type funds. And so of course, uh, you know, in my business, every, every what they call wholesaler out there. So everybody who represented a fund company would try and get in front of you and convince you to, to buy their funds. And I remember sitting down with the ESG rep when they came out and we were sitting at my office at my table and she was showing me the, the fun facts. They weren't fun facts back in the day, but just the blurb on these. And I looked through them and, you know, right at the side of my table, because you had a lot of paper back then. I pulled out uh, Trimark, Fidelity, all of the, the bellwether uh, Canadian uh, mutual funds. And I said, well, what's the difference between what you're selling and these? You look at the top 10 holdings. They're mm-hmm. basically the same. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the message or the story was... Well, maybe today they're not the most environmentally friendly or, you know, they're, they don't hire enough, you know, minorities or women or whatever the metric they're checking, but they're moving in that direction. So all of these companies have that ESG plan. And that was literally, I'd say at least 25 years ago, maybe more. And, mm. you know, here we are today, you know, still going in that direction. So that to me, maybe that tainted me thinking like this is all a bunch of BS, but uh, hopefully it's had some positive impact. Mm-hmm. Well, to speak yeah. on Tesla having a higher ESG score, uh, the amount of uh, pollution it causes to mine lithium and yeah, that's what all... I hear, right? That's what yeah. I that that's what I was kind of bringing up about the almonds because that's that's yeah. exactly what I, what I heard is that these lithium batteries actually do take a toll on the um, on the um, environment, yeah, environment, and on yeah, that's, that's what I meant. That's what I meant by almonds, where it kind of it can look look like it's a you know nice healthy choice, but then there's also a lot of water consumption that goes into like apparently producing an almond well also disposing of uh these lithium batteries it's not easy just like disposing like nuclear you know energy mm. waste yeah it's, it's all waste like, right yeah and those batteries are like what thirty thousand dollars to replace and half apparently it's just yeah half of it is just a recycling fee so you know how we have a carbon tax here just wait for the lithium tax or something i'm telling you it's coming <laughs> Hey, Brad, I saw the comment there. Shaq is inspiring the next generation of NBA investors. This is just diverting off the topic for a second. But if you guys watch sports like Shaquille O'Neal, he, I see him on every show, every ad, him and Charles Barkley, right? They just seem to be every single day they're doing something. I just can't believe the energy that these guys have. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. i got to give it up to them. Yeah. Holy yeah, cow. It's crazy. really impressive. And they're in their – must be in their 50s, 60s. Um, you guys remember the time where the... Re- remember the time where uh, where uh, Charles Barkley raced that old referee at the, at the All Star Show? 
I don't know. I don't know if we have too many basketball. I remember fans, that. I, I do. I remember that. Like, and the referee wiped out. Wait, Mark, you 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 probably remember George Foreman, right? The Foreman Grill. I do remember George Foreman before the grill, even. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I mean, when he had the Foreman Grill, I think he's the one who started it. Eh? The whole uh, could be and all that. Yeah, could be. He did very well off that. <laughs> the celebrity endorsement type thing. Yeah, yeah. Just the name of the grill was too long. Because it was the like the Foreman grill. We <laughs> mean fat reducing grilling machine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> huh. Uh, yeah. Those are the little panini makers, right? Yeah. Like the little, yeah. yeah. You can make yeah, a steak yeah. on them. You can make yeah, a steak in four minutes. Yeah. Lean, mean, fat machine. Well, how does it go? Lean, mean. Lean, mean, fat. Uh, lean, mean, fat reducing grilling machine. Oh, mm. nice. I, need, I need one of those. Um, Robin. <laughs> Adrian, oh. haven't heard too much from you guys, but how, how are things going on your guys' end? Good. Good? <laughs> good, just chilling. <laughs> Listen to you guys. Good, very good. Good to hear. Yeah, everything's good on, our, on, on, on my side. I mean, been busy with videos and managing sponsorships and stuff like that. So, yeah, same as soon as I saw that, uh, by the way, that Montreal event, I'm like, hmm, passive, blossom, Hamilton, Horizon, CMO. Okay, now, now I really have to go. <laughs> well, you, you know what I mean. So yeah, Absolutely. we're looking into it. Most probably, and of course, I'll announce one for sure if I'm going to be there. Try to make the Montreal event for sure. I mean, got to be there, right? So, which one? Uh, is that where you, is, that where you, is that where you were born and raised, uh, Adrian? Born and raised. Oh no way! You're from Montreal. Raised. Yeah. Bonjour. Yeah. Too Bonjour. cool. <laughs> I've, Speak I've French never been, but. Oh. Yeah, so uh, I was gonna say, which ones are you guys going to? Like, do you guys have plans? Like, I'm just going here? to the Toronto one, I think. If there's yeah, more guys that go to the Calgary one, I'll, I'll definitely show up, but I think the list is small. Who's going to the Calgary one, Brandon? Me, Mark, uh, Darwin, Max will be there. Um, Canadian in a t shirt coming out. Um, Dan Kent from uh, Stock Trades. Oh, and yeah. And then yeah. we're just chatting, a terrible timing with them. Um, Daniel Pronk, we were hoping to get out, but he's in, he's out of, he, the time we're there, he's out of town because he is from Calgary as well. Oh yeah, we have Zach Hartley as well. Zach uh, over on TikTok and he has a YouTube channel here. So yeah, the local Canadians and then um, Montreal is going to be, uh, again, more of a unique one, but I think Tracy's in the area. Um, Canadian in a t-shirt is going to be out. Mark, myself, Max, hopefully Adrian here, Passive Income Investing is able to make it out. And then Toronto, you guys, uh, Toronto is going to be massive uh, with all sorts of people like i think the list would go on and on but uh the the usual suspects and then many many more so for those who are able to make it out it's uh it would just be such a fun evening for wherever you guys are but yeah is there like presentations uh brandon or it's just like a meet and greet uh there are locations is that what you asked locations presentations oh yeah yeah. there will be presentations yep so panelists um questions q a's the audience the oh, one in vancouver that's was very interesting. That's cool. they really liked it yeah so i mean we we kind of sat up on the panel um and oh yeah shay will be there i forgot about humble trader obviously going to be coming around but yeah you know some of our fans and subscribers and you know blossom users all just got to ask various questions and spark some discussion there was kind of like some presentation uh, panelists so yeah all sorts of stuff in that's that awesome. in that regard yeah it should be a blast food drinks everything nice Pictures, photos, snap, snap booths. Exactly. Uh, I'm just catching up on the chat here. 
No way. I didn't know this. We can get off the environmental talk here in a second, but um, because I do think we'll probably run for maybe another 15 minutes today. I know you guys are probably all busy, but when I was a kid, we used, to use we used to plastics to save the environment, and now we're back to paper. What was the problem with paper back yeah. then? Yeah, why would they go to Killed plastic? too many trees. Oh, yeah. 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 Save oh. a tree. Save a tree. Use a plastic bag. Actually? Big, oh, oh, yeah. I think back then as well, nobody was actually recycling the paper. Well, Absolutely. That was before. I mean, you killed a tree, you made a paper bag, you threw it in the landfill. That was just the way, that was the cycle. So yeah, it is kind of ironic now that we're back to, to paper <laughs> rather than, because yeah, for an old timer, it's just like, well, hang, didn't we already go through that? But yeah, it was one of the, uh, one of the funniest signs I ever saw was I was at a chapters bookstore in, in Richmond, Brandon, and Use the washroom and the, the the blow dryer thing. It said save save the forest. Use this air thing. I'm thinking you're in a, a bookstore. That's all they do is use paper. <laughs> Murdering trees all day long. Yeah, the whole oh, business is based on paper. <laughs> but oh, but right. don't use one to dry your hands. But no, um, paper bags. Yeah, they were the thing. Plastic was awesome, and then now we're back to paper. Yeah, yeah or or just re uh, reusable is kind of the way to go, I guess now. Yeah. Yeah, but a yeah, lot of people reusable. are at the point where they keep getting so many reusable bags, they're now throwing them in the garbage. I do. Yeah, I, I got so many yeah. of them now. I keep yeah. a, like a giant collection rolling. I just, I just only buy five things at a time, and I just carry them out. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. We got covered call ECS in the chat. Good to see you there, man. He was at the meetup in Vancouver. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. I actually yeah. didn't see him, but I heard he was there. A tall, tall fella walking around. Yep. Had a good chat with him, actually. So he uh, he was on his lunch break. He's also skeptical skeptical on ESG, BlackRock, and Vanguard wield a lot of power in this arena. Yeah. Very, very good point. I mean, like most industries, there's a lot of power in, concentrated at the top, and they're going to shape a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I like that logo, my friend. It kind of looks like mine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna unsubscribe to you, Adrian. I'm gonna subscribe to him because I like. Six foot four. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah, good, good height there. Um, I think it's Jordan, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, so. his name is Jordan. He actually is a YouTuber as well. He's a very new channel, yeah. but I do like yeah. that he goes through and he does a lot of research. So his his, his channel is pretty good. His content's not bad. Good. Not, not bad. bad. There it is. Not, not bad, bad at all, Jordan. Well, nice. Pretty good. <laughs> well, hopefully we can get you on one of these live streams soon. You can um, talk, uh, share a bit about strategy and whatnot. I'm sure you and Adrian have a lot to share in this uh, realm. I'm sure. Uh, too cool well nice guys yeah maybe we'll go for another 10 minutes or so um good to have everybody make it out today or do you guys not uh, work on tuesdays or is this full-time work for you guys like what's what's the schedule what's the calendar looking like for you guys all i am myself i do my youtube full-time and just to make extra cash i do swing trading on the side that's what i do there you go so a pretty flexible flexible week what about, what you, other guys? What about you Bilal? do you have a nine to five yeah, I do, but uh, yeah. I'm like a I'm like an engineer, but it's pretty much I only gotta work three time, three days a week. So okay. the rest of the other stuff, I just have my side businesses, and yeah, 
pretty much go you. go about the day. Trade yeah, here and there. <laughs> very chill. Very, very chill. What about you, oh, Robin? Yeah. Yeah, I work uh, part. I actually just got back. Like I said, we went camping for the weekend. But uh, I work on the YouTube channel part time, kind of thing, and then I work at a store part time, and it's awesome because like I can take it's good for taking time off, good for planning stuff. And mm. the past year or two, I've been doing a lot of stuff, like just uh, catching up Even on some out, things yeah. I should have done. So, what about nice. you, Adrian? Adrian and Mark, what are your guys' days looking looking like these days? Well, I retired two years ago to do nothing and now I work harder than I ever did when I had a business work <laughs> trying to do videos yeah, for you Brad. <laughs> now I got a pretty pretty good pretty healthy balance right now I've I've surprisingly I've really enjoyed uh being part of of the YouTube channel and you know the stuff that goes on behind the scenes and all that I mean as we know uh you know the vast majority of people have no idea that you don't just sit down and film a video and you're done for the week you know kind of thing so it's it's been a lot of fun learned a lot I hope yeah. you live longer though Mark yeah, me too. I think it's <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to work. I don't want to work till I die. That's for sure. Well, if you call this work, I guess maybe. I don't know. It's fine. Stay busy. Yeah. Hey, Stay busy. Ever, exactly. Why don't you ever go retire like in Cuba or like live the Canadian dream? You know. I'm living the Canadian dream. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, uh, I mean, where I live right now, small town, uh, nice spot. Just, it's just. Pretty much the dream, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's a good spot up there. I don't, I don't mind the seasons. In fact, I like the seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to like, echo what Mark is saying. You know, I, I retired two years ago in 2021, but I, I'm working probably more than ever. But like, it's a different type of work. Mark's face, this is not work when it's something yeah. you love doing and you like and you know you're helping people. It's completely different. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm also in a nice little spot, just a nice, quiet, calm life. Could work, film whenever you want. And I film videos in the afternoon or sometimes at one in the morning because I felt like it. So it's just completely different from that nine to five grind, which I'm not yeah. saying is a bad thing, nine to five. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, to all those watching, uh, you should have an exit plan. I think that that's key. Leverage that nine to five to actually have an exit plan is very important. The sooner, the better. I know when I switch to part time, I, I don't know if I could ever go back. It's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. One of my neighbors down the street, he has a sign. I'll just paraphrase this. It's a little poem kind of thing, but it talks about, you know, I was asked, do you work or do you have a hobby? And I said, well, to me, it's the same thing. You decide, like, you you know, you call it whatever it is because you got to be doing something anyway. And, and when I was working as a portfolio manager, holy cow, I look back now and go what a dream career for me because i love talking with people it's all about relationships and um you know i i over the 25 to 26 27 years i can probably remember I, I can't even remember five days where i went man this is really tough good markets bad markets it didn't it was just it was just a good fun thing to do for all those years so i was really happy about that um yeah. hey uh jordan says you, I know where you live, Mark. Ooh. That sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm assuming you mean the town because it does say that it slipped. But I know a couple of times we've we've mentioned it uh, during our, our joint videos, Brandon, where I live up in, in Powell River, British Columbia. Uh, I'd be a little surprised if you knew the exact house, but I'm not worried. You're a nice guy. I, I met you. so <laughs> Maybe that picture you put out. Uh, on our live stream a couple of weeks ago, Brandon, with me and the RCMP officer, maybe that 
there was geolocation on there or something. <laughs> yeah, criminal. Um, well, hey, let me just highlight a few. There's a couple of really nice comments that came in from uh, Moses and A um, before we get move on. But I just want to say thank you to you all for the knowledge you share. You all put a lot of work into these creative videos. And uh, here they, they highlight the stock battles with me and Dad and then uh, Adrian's monthly dividend, um, high dividend yield. And then here's another really nice one from A, which – we don't know what the A stands for, but um, so stands cool. For awesome. Sounds for awesome. Yeah, heck yeah. Freaking <laughs> awesome. But um, we are all awesome as well. So, no, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. So, you, you guys are awesome. And thanks for spending the time here on Tuesday. Yeah, totally. Um, Louie, another. We got totally. a big burst of nice comments that just came in. You guys are giving good inspiration, mm. a lot of financial freedom. Heck yeah. Um, I, I recognize a lot of these names, even A. I know who A is. <laughs> Do you know where he lives, though, or she lives? <laughs> yeah. Anonymous. Anonymous, right? It's the cool That's thing the, about uh, the Canadian communities. You, you see a lot of the same people around wherever you go kind of thing. So yeah, true, right? I love that. God, I love that, though. Yeah. Totally. That's, I mean, it's, That's the so Canadian true. community just community. rocks. Exactly. It's a community. It's awesome, one, way, one yeah. may say. Um <laughs> Yeah, here we go. A couple last questions, and then we will wrap up. But uh, let's see what AR said here. And what does AR stand for? Who knows? Um, <laughs> what kind of investing would you be inclined to do if, if you were investing 10, 10 oh, to 13K a month? Yeah, that's a good, good chunk. Good for you if that's what you're planning on putting in every month. I'll just part two. Yeah, dividend growth, mix of both. I, oh, I was going to say part two because, yeah, uh, the – I mean, my answer to that might be different, but my answer would be probably a combination of both. Whether it's a thousand bucks a month or a hundred, or whether it's ten or thirteen k, this and depending on what your goals are. But um, I, I've always believed in a in a combination: bit of growth, bit of uh, income, whether it's dividends or other forms, covered call uh, revenue. It doesn't matter to me. Um, combination balance. Yeah, and even ironically, like the the more money you're putting in, I would even say the more if you want to kind of have that mix and make make sure it goes in your favor because the more money mm. you're putting in, the better better off you'll be anyway. So, mm. yeah, and just, key number one, put it in, <laughs> invest saving it. saving the first step, right? So yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, so true. <laughs> yeah, I think another thing I would just add is as you're adding that money in, uh, keep your eye on diversification. Make sure you don't get way over diversified in any one company. Look at your percentages. Uh, Make sure you have a good balance in case there is a change in the market. Mm -hmm. And I would even add on that, like if you if if they're genuinely putting in ten to thirteen k a month, I question how much money they are are worth or making. Like it could be worth it to even consider like professional advice from a advisor, especially if the money's going to be like a financial planner advisor. Uh, if your portfolio is going to be bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, I think mm -hmm. there is there is value in having that. You can definitely manage some by yourself, or maybe all if you're capable. Uh, if you learn and know what you're doing, but that might also not be a terrible idea. Invest a little bit in your education uh, with an advisor, or obviously we have courses, but maybe I was thinking more so even in an advisor. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what's My up, advice would be do whatever makes you sleep well at night. Do yeah. whatever yeah. is right for you. Investing is, is subjective, 100% subjective. There's no right or wrong. Do whatever is best for you. Uh, would be my advice and uh, do it on your own as well you could do it on yeah your own. You could do it. yeah well hey let's finish up maybe with one last question and if we if uh, you guys feel comfortable we can feel free sharing our little strategies here but from a high level um, i can kick things off what kind of cash positions uh, do you guys have right now 
Uh, I've personally been holding a bit of cash. In fact, I haven't been making too many buys uh, as of recently. And like we said at the very beginning of this uh, conversation, I don't necessarily think we're out of the woods quite yet. Um, I could see a little bit more struggle. Uh, Tracy just disagreed. I think she did, but um, that's just my opinion. So I've just been, I've been sitting on a bit of cash. Um, it's no more than 10% of my portfolio. In fact, I think it's less than 10%. And uh, I wish I had more in there, but yeah, if I had to just go off the top of my head, it's probably seven, eight, 9% um, cash position myself, roughly. I could go next. If you want, Brandon, for cash. Go for it. Go for it. Do it. Yeah. Zero cash. Boom. Very similar. Other than I don't believe in in holding cash. That's just my personal opinion because I always want my cash to be making more cash, and with the income strategy, it it just makes more cash. So I, I just do a rinse and repeat every month. I pay my bills. Whatever's left over, I reinvest. So I typically do not never hold any cash. That's just my personal way. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I, I, I have a, in my, and I'll sort of qualify, I have uh, my investments account, well, my investments. I also have um, some other cash that's sort of, that's tucked away. Under the, under the mattress? Under the mattress. Um, but of my investable, my portfolio itself, I'm probably only at about 5% cash right now. Um, but I do have probably more fixed income than a lot of you guys have and fixed income right now is offering pretty good pretty good returns and so yeah i mean my my objectives my stage in life is probably quite different um so do i skew more towards conservative well that's subjective i guess but uh i'm still probably 75 percent invested in the equity markets right now but they'll have some some uh fixed income in there and then a little bit of cash mm. and then cash on the side oh that makes sense yeah, I think I think in my case, I don't carry a lot of cash. I mean, I have access to what I need in case of an emergency, but mm-hmm. for the most Same. part, I try to keep everything in stocks yeah. other than my swing trading account. Sometimes mm-hmm. there might be, you know, there might be 20,000 just sitting there in cash because I haven't found a new target yet. So that is kind of that cash I can pull as well if I really need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other big thing is with my portfolio is I try to go for as much diversification as possible. Like I've got a limit of 5% in any one company, 20% in any one sector. And mm. well, you guys can of course all check that out on Blossom. Hopefully Absolutely. Brandon link that below. Link it in. Absolutely, <laughs> or, or, that's it. or I, I probably forgot to link it down see below. Everybody's you portfolio. Go, go to the app store. You can go to the app store and see, yeah, like Candace's as a great example or any, any of, our, of our portfolios either, but um, great mention there, Candace as well. But yeah, go just go to the app store to go check it out. And lastly, yeah, if uh, Robin and Bilal want to share, feel free, or we can wrap it up if you guys are little. Uh, uh, personally, last year, I wasn't holding too much cash. I was just actively investing, trying to buy all the dips. Uh, beginning of the year, ever since this rally happened, I'm probably sitting at about 5% cash, and then I have a lot of cash in my options account. Uh, I guess you could say, um, well, personally, I like to actually save at least one year's worth of my salary, too, just to f- stay safe, you know case anything happens and if i if you know another crash happens then i know i can access my you know bank account to just dump money in mm-hmm. but i don't like to hold too much cash in the portfolio yeah in the portfolio but if i have to i know i got in the bank and yeah that's pretty much it 
Yeah, pretty pretty similar. Like you gotta have your emergency fund. You gotta have that money just in case. It's kind of interesting with the savings accounts and interest rates going up. So there is some opportunities. I know we are looking at maybe some bigger purchases down the line. So we might be setting some money aside here and there. But I, I like to have my money working for me. So I try to put as much as I can on a regular basis. Yeah. I think that's I think go. that's all all great little wisdoms. Well, cool guys, um, we're coming up on exactly an hour, and we didn't really have a time frame for this, but um, maybe we'll call it a wrap here. And thank you for those that have been uh, attending throughout the entirety, and for those that joined or are watching this after. Um, welcome, and uh, thank you guys all for joining. These are some of the amazing folks on um, our Blossom Ambassador team. Like you said, Candice, you can go to the App Store, download the app, follow us all, and follow. I think there's over 27,000 other Canadians on the app now too. And it seems like every time nice. we update the number, it's boom, boom, boom. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe 30. Well, it's, see, growing. Eat it, eat it. it's growing, growing, growing. And uh, I think for a good reason. So it would be, uh, yeah, super cool if you guys go check out the app as well. Uh, I will include links below for the events because that will also be really, really awesome if we're in Calgary specifically. But again, uh, Montreal, Toronto will be in August. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that, I want to thank you guys, uh, the ambassadors, for coming in and making the time. And we'll do it all again soon. Does that mean I can turn my fan on again? Thanks, Dan. Right. You took one for the team. You nice to see you guys. <laughs> all right. Take care, everyone. Right. Awesome, guys. Bye. Take care. <laughs>